The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. <laughs> this is episode 500... 51 of Far Lands or Bust, and what else? What were we doing? Oh, I had uh, some stuff smelting. Oh, I must have picked it up already. Uh, yeah, it's episode 551. Sorry, a little bit uh, discombobulated. 551 of Far Lands or Bust. We are going to continue walking to those Far Lands today on January 14th, 2016. Which happens to be a Thursday. You know what? Can I do this? I can. Guess where we're leaving our chest plate, everybody? In the furnace. We don't make furnaces that often, but we're going to leave that chest plate in that furnace to make room in our inventory for more important things. Right, Wolfie? Yep. <laughs> that was a nod of the head. I'll take that as a yes. But we are going to continue on. Not ooh, not falling to our doom, perhaps. Oh, there's some coal. I knew I saw some coal uh, in the future, apparently. I didn't see that last episode. All right, we need to... Huh. Well, that was just... Oh, I'm so sorry, Wolfie. All right, well, at least we picked up some skeleton residue for, for all that trouble. Careful, Wolfie! Let's uh, get rid of some of this, some of that, and continue on west towards those far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. Uh, that coal seems a little bit dangerous to get, so we'll we'll try elsewhere. But yeah, Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 is the version we're playing in. That's why I don't have a hunger bar. That's why I can't sprint. That's why there's no horses. And that's why uh, Wolfie is really bad at pathfinding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're continuing to walk here, like I said, episode 551. Thursday, January 14th. We have surpassed $21,000 for Child's Play Charity at farlandsbus.com. Keep going there to donate, helping get toys, books, and games to to kids in hospitals around the world. Past that $21,000 mark, thanks in part to yesterday's Twitch Tuesday. Twitch Tuesday. I said uh, I would be setting out little little mini goals seemed to help during the live stream. So we were at like 20,600 something. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Let's get up to 21,000 and I will enable the face cam, beard cam, and whatnot during the stream. It took a little bit of time. Perhaps I need to think of something a little bit more tantalizing to encourage. Because <laughs> maybe people were like, meh, <laughs> I can do without the face cam. You rarely do it anyway. Murder! Sheep murder is happening on the horizon. <laughs> murder. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, Good time. Oh, good times. Boat murder just happened right here. But, uh, but yeah, we, we eventually reached $21,000 and we're currently at $21,052. 35% of the way to our $60,000 goal for this season. Season 6 of Far Lands of Bust. So I appreciate all the continued support there. Everybody who joined on, on the Twitch live stream yesterday uh, or just donated regardless. Uh, you can also ask a question. When you donate, 
And uh, I will get to a question. I will add it to the list and, and answer it in a future episode of Far Lands Bust here. Uh, and and you're helping uh, kids in hospitals, like I mentioned before. That's the main reason you're supporting Child's Play Charity. And the main reason we've been supporting Child's Play Charity since June of 2011. So it's it's a long time, a long-term relationship here with Farlands Bust and Child's Play Charity as we continue on here. And yeah, yesterday you, we had a, a really uh, a really good Twitch Tuesday, if I do say so. One of probably on the on the top of my list there of non flobathon uh, live streams. There's just a lot of a lot of good things happened. So just. Yeah, I that that was a good live stream. It, I, there was a little bit last week for me, kind of ended uh, on a little bit of a frustrated note, but uh, things turn around so quickly. Uh, the the ups and downs, the the ebbs and flows, the the hills, the hills and the valleys, as we and the cows and the moos and the moos. <laughs> ah, jokes from the live stream. But uh, yeah, just uh, I had a good time. Good time, and uh, we're gonna continue on here, and I'm looking forward to now uh, future future live streams. Got the webcam thing going on. I got lights. That was kind of the big reveal with the face cam, the beard cam, whatever we're calling it these days. Uh, I got some actual studio lights. If you remember, if you were there for when I started building the computer, uh, I had a little uh, battery-operated camera light. Uh, the batteries ran out as they as they do. Uh, so I've upgraded, upgraded to some actual plug-in studio lights. So may the may the may the uh, the illuminations be ever properly illuminated now and in the future for the webcam. Professional live streamer, you know, now that I got, that was a requirement in the contract, don't you know, for, for Twitch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. So yeah, we'll, we'll enable that. I gotta get use out of these. <laughs> enable that, uh, in the future. Uh, maybe not for a, uh, Child's Play Charity goal. Maybe we'll just do that by default and we'll think of other more intriguing Child's Play Charity goals to keep, uh, the numbers up and up. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody joining those and, uh. Coming along for the ride. Oh yeah, I also... We started out playing... Syzygy, the walking simulator. Apparently, the video I uploaded to YouTube, I didn't beat the game, or I didn't beat the level, this, the, that, that, that walking simulator. I, I falsely... I was falsely led into a false end. So I think I am going to take that highlight and upload it as a full... This is us actually exploring the full-ish map in Syzygy and uh, actually getting to where we were supposed to get. So, yeah, that, that, that was a good thing also that happened. Uh, but it, and it just, you know, got better from there. So, neat stuff. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna continue walking here doing neat stuff in Farlands Bust. Neat stuff in an ancient version of Minecraft. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of neat stuff, saw some movies recently. I did, I never mentioned, but I did indeed see... Star Wars. Took me a while, but I did indeed see the latest Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And I enjoyed it. Might have been a little bit of a situation where it was overhyped <laughs> a little bit. People were saying, oh, it's amazing. Kind of like how it ha the same similar thing happened to me with Mad Max. I still enjoyed it. Still great top movies of the years for me. Of the years. Of the year for me. Uh, but like, 
just listening to everybody fawn over it and then previously Mad Max of how game-changing it was or whatever, I guess I, I, I buy into the hype too much and then I'm expecting to have my mind blown and while I thoroughly was entertained and enjoyed it and, and thought it was really good, I didn't... My, my mind was not blown to the degree I expected it to be blown. Ooh. Zombie noises. But no, I still... it was really good. I'll probably be seeing it again. Not in 3D, though. From the people who have seen it in 3D, uh, they're like, eh, no. And I rarely... that's kind of a, a, a mantra of mine is... Look at this giant place. You know, unless the movie is filmed in 3D, you really shouldn't see a, a post-3D film or whatever. The only 3D film I saw in the theater that I thought really worked well was Gravity. Just because of the the scale of things. There was a definite foreground and background going on. I also saw Avatar once, and that was actually filmed in 3D, but even that didn't work out, in my opinion. Alright, we are a little bit trapped here. I could go around here, but there's a skeleton. Alright, we're gonna have to kill the skeleton. <laughs> it's It's come to this. Oh, get burned and shot. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I should watch where I'm walking, actually. Woof. All right, this spider is angry. Careful, Luffy. Oh, teamwork. I don't need that string. I don't know why I went after that string. It's a, a bingo uh, habit. <laughs> I need string to make a fishing rod. Wow, this whole place has kind of trapped me. I think we can probably pillar up here. Do I have enough dirt? I most certainly do. All right, Wolfie, you just teleport when we get up here. Or not. You know, whatever. He's still down there. Wait! Wait for me! I can't pillar up like that. But yeah, I saw Star Wars. Enjoyed it. Probably want to see it again, like I said. There's a lot of stuff people say that you might miss the first time around, so I'll go see that again. And uh, also, as recently as this last weekend, I saw... <laughs> UPS! <laughs> I saw... <laughs> Alright, I saw the, uh, the the Revenant. The Revenant. It was a good film. And really just good acting. I honestly think uh, Tom Hardy did a much better job creating a character and in in, in 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 the acting skills acting than Leonardo DiCaprio did maybe that was just the way the characters were written or whatever but uh, but yeah really good acting or whatever but I'll talk about in a moment why it was it was a laborious experience and and if anybody else has seen that I'm sure you know what I'm talking about uh, so yeah let's go to sleep and continue in the morning <sighs> And uh, overhypednessness. Ooh, how about some uh, make a boatness and make a boatness or twoness? So yeah, I saw that good movie, and I can see why it's winning awards and whatever. But nothing good happens. <laughs> like nothing good happens. Like that's not a spoiler. Uh, it's just all sadness and pain and suffering, much like playing Dirt Rally. <laughs> it's just, uh, and I don't know, I just don't know how much, maybe I'm like becoming a wuss or something, but I just don't know how much more of those types of forms of entertainment I can take or endure 
it's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> I I want, you know, I maybe I, I just enjoy the, ooh, action or, or comedy uh, or, you know, there was pain and suffering and sadness in the Star Wars movie, but it was, there was also entertainment and, and space and uh, Star Wars and lightsabers and stuff. So it was, it, you know, it was more on in the, a, a joyful entertainment experience versus uh, just I just the constant bombardment with grayness just bleh. and sure it might okay that, that you know I, I see the reason for such stories to exist and narratives and whatever but uh, and I'm sure it's an accurate depiction of what the early days, the settlement days or whatever of of uh, the the frontier were. But just for me personally, I just don't know how much more of that I can take. There's there's a lot of that already in in the real world, in the news and whatever. And to to go to like a theater to I don't want to say escape that, but to, you know, to be entertained or to to, to have something else happen. Uh I don't know. I felt kind of the same way. A lot of people really liked this last season of Fargo. Uh, Good won't stop talking about it. And uh, really good, really good acting story, whatever. But it was also a lot of just uh, bad things happening. And it just wears me out, I guess. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start focusing less on that sort of stuff. And like I said, I, I know why it exists. I know, you know, why, you know, there's a reason for that. And it's good it's good art and, and writing and acting and storytelling and whatever. But just for me personally, maybe for my own, for my own uh, st- stability, <laughs> I should maybe seek out more excitement, joyful, happy, happy, happy-go-lucky. <laughs> well, not like super, like, falsely... You know, <laughs> forcing a smile, but uh, you know, you know what I mean. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way. Uh, I just that just was like a thought that came to my head. I'm like, why did that like? It it wasn't just like, oh, that movie was sad. I was like, that ruined my day. <laughs> the heck? So why why would I subject myself? Why did I pay eight dollars for that? So I saw a matinee. <laughs> Cause I'm cheap. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, speaking of happy-go-lucky things, the endless journey continues in Far Lands of Bust, and uh, we have quite a few questions to get answering here on my notepad from donors to Child's Play Charity at farlandsbust.com. I think we might be passing by a lot of spawners or something. It does seem like it indeed. Uh, we, well, there is some coal, actually. He says as he places down torches that he used coal to make in order to grab some more coal. It's a zero-sum game! Alright, let me just grab some coal. I was gonna grab the iron, but I'm like, ah, we just spent time smelting iron. I don't feel like doing that anymore. So continuing on, I got some questions here, like I, I just said, to uh, child from from Child's Play charity donors. This one from Joe. Ooh, this is a name I haven't seen before. Joe Jos Josiah 
Hosea? Is there is that a, a long J? Uh, it's just written really long. J O S I A. Thank you very much for your donation. And the question is, Josia? Is that a anyway? Uh, I'm sorry. I'll stop trying, trying and failing, and then ending up butchering your name. Uh, asks as an avid tea drinker. I was curious, curious and curious. Uh, you also partake in curries. Curious if you've partaken in any teas other than the normal type of your black uh, breakfast teas. Uh, I currently have green, chamomile, white, Earl Grey, rose, sleepy time, li- licorice, mint, chai, jasmine, Assam, gun gunpowder. Gunpowder? <laughs> I don't know that you're supposed to make tea out of that stuff. It seems a little bit dangerous. Uh, it's gonna do some weird things to your plumbing. <laughs> and uh, uh, what was the other last one? Lavender. I was wondering if your coffee addiction has ever had any actual proper competition from tea. Right about the time I got into coffee, I did also get into... tried out some of the loose leaf teas, because Intelligentsia is where I was getting my coffee. Uh, They also have a whole section of various loose leaf teas and whatnot, and I tried a few. I tried... there was like a green... uh, of course there's the standard black teas. I did try an oolong, I think it was what it was called. There was like a a sampler thing I ordered. I just... it uh, it doesn't have enough punch in the face. And I'm not even talking about the the caffeine. I really don't feel much of a caffeine rush from coffee, uh, despite the fact that I I, I brew quite a a strong cup, uh, a strong three cups every morning. I don't really feel... I mean, maybe... No, I don't really, to be honest with you. I don't really feel much of the caffeine, so it's less about that. It's more about, like, oh, it's nice in the morning to have a warm uh, drink. Uh, I like the flavor. Flavor is certainly important there, as far as coffee is concerned, uh, which is why I opt for the more fancy, the individually, independently uh, roasted stuff. The snobby stuff, I guess, is what I'm dancing around. (laughs) And... But yeah, tea never did that. There, were, I mean, with that, I've tried various types, and yeah, there are you can you can get down to it, get down and dirty, and and start to pull out different, the different flavors and aromas or whatever. Uh, didn't particularly uh, like the green teas, uh, a little bit too grassy. I mean, that was interesting. It's like, hmm, I'm drinking a cup of liquid grass clippings. Uh, it was a little bit too much of that for me. Not too much. I know there's a lot of these infusions and uh, things. Uh, the mints and the the flowers and little flavors. Not I'm not too much into that. Just like I'm not into flavored coffee or adding anything to coffee like that. So, but yeah, I mean, I I will. You know, if I'm like usually tea is my go-to uh, replacement for coffee if I'm out of coffee or if I'm like sick if I have a cold or something. Uh, tea is a little bit better to drink than coffee, which will end up dehydrating you. Uh, the tea is just a little bit... it's it's soothing on the on the throat, uh, and a little bit less... a little bit less harsh, I suppose, if you are trying to, to rest off a, a cold or a sickness or a flu or whatever. But yeah, no, I don't... I don't know that I... 
I don't know that I, I, I would ever switch, say, from coffee to tea. But yeah, I do got a little, like, uh, tea, little tea kettle thing with the, the little basket, the little uh, mesh basket thing that goes in for the loose leaf stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, God, careful of I, that's, uh, that's where tea kind of resides in, in the spectrum for Kurt J. Mack. So thanks for that uh, question and your donation, and enjoy your many, many kinds of tea. Looky Man, Looky Man, asks, Kurt, can you talk a bit? I can talk a bit. Can you talk a bit? I can talk more than a bit. I can talk for uh, three bits here. Three Minecraft days. Is that what they're called? Bits? Uh, a bit about... A bit about how your family... About your family and their initial and continuing reactions to your career choice. Uh, and, and all the things that have happened since you started doing YouTube. As a job. The Mindcrack marathons, the Paris trip for Minecon. Uh, the Guinness World Record, etc., etc. Um, well, I don't. It feels honestly less like a choice than just something I kind of haphazardly stumbled into, which is not a bad way to end up doing something for a living, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, they continued to be supportive. It was kind of one of those things that I didn't tell them about when it was in hobby mode when I just kind of started. Uh, I really didn't tell anybody about it. It was kind of a not really a secret thing, but a this is my thing uh, that I'm keeping for myself for now. Just a little little hobby. Um, but then, as it started to pick up, they they found out about it before that I told them. So I'm like, yeah, that is the thing I've been doing is playing video games and talking and posting it to YouTube. So probably then it seemed a little bit weird uh, to parents and whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, since then it's nothing but supportive and kind of. Uh, perhaps a little bit of bewilderment, specifically when I talked about like the Guinness World Record things. Uh, and uh, let's go to sleep and continue talking. Ooh, look at that! That's a, that's a nice that's a nice dome you got there. That's a, <laughs> and we'll continue in the morning. <clears throat> and uh, sand domeness. Turn that into a observatory. But yeah, there's a little bit, uh, I, I guess, of uh, bewilder bewilderment, I guess. Careful, Wolfie, you hit the one piece of sand that you should have missed. You know, specifically, like with the Guinness World Record things, I'm like, so, a bunch of, a, a, a camera crew of four people flew out from all over the world. Some came from Europe and, and London, I think is where they're headquartered, and some from California. Uh, they set up a photo studio in my garage and took pictures all day and interviewed me and stuff because uh, I'm going to be in the Guinness World Record thing. And then when I tell them that you guys are all sending me pictures, curiously only from Europe, uh, of, of those uh, kind of displays in stores for the Guinness World Records that I'm apparently the spokesperson for for some reason, uh, I tell them about that and they're like, what? Did they even tell you that they were going to do that? Uh, so it's a little bit of, like, bewilderment, I guess. Uh, that might not be the word at all I'm looking for, but just, you know, I, I suppose I react similarly to stuff like that. Where I'm like, well, I can't believe that's going on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I've not heard anything 
but support from from family and stuff. And of course, y'all know uh, my nephew Goober, who actually is watches some of the series. I don't know how much he watches Farlands of Bus specifically, but I know recently as, as much he was going through and watching Wayward Wonders with Kurt J. Mack and Dr. Brian Lorgon 111. He enjoyed Wayward Wonders. And he watches some... Uh, uh, he's some of the car... like probably BMNG Drive or something. He's talking about car crashes and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I have... I have fans in the family, I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's unexpected, I guess. But it's all, it's all good. I guess the stuff that takes a little bit of time to explain lately is kind of the Patreon stuff. The, you know, the sort of fan funding stuff. I mean, it's a little bit easier to kind of explain how, oh, advertising, and I get a cut of the advertising from YouTube or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But to try to comprehend fans' support to me directly, uh, or any, you know, just the whole system in general, Patreon uh, for anybody, uh, or the Twitch subscriptions now, or, or, or tip jars or anything like that, uh, is like, you know, they're happy for it and whatever, but, but maybe, you know, not having seen, say, me at like a convention or auto, you know, even autographs. Oh, they want to have my my autograph and take a picture with me, and they're like, "What? You're just you're but you're Kurt. <laughs> you're just Kurt. You know, you're just family member. You know, brother, son, whatever. Kurt. Uh, you know, why why do people want to? <laughs> why do why do they want a picture with you? But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing but support there, I guess. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna certainly keep continuing as 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 long as I can. Uh, so yeah, that was... I, I get that question every now and again. People people ask that. About what's up and how, how everybody thinks about that. Because it's, it's a little bit not normal, I guess, if you can say so. Boy, we are we are out in the desert here today. Ooh, okay, careful. Careful now. Watch out for those cacti. Wolfie. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> I, I'm talking to you. Watch out for those cacti. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, skilled at avoiding them, because I have eyes <laughs> that I can see and navigate with. Let's see here. Got a anonymous question. I believe you've said before one of the reasons that you don't play the newer Call of Duty titles is because you're not a fan of the futuristic. Uh, spin the series is taken, but instead prefer the World War II style games. That being said, would you consider playing World at War for the channel? I remember when that one first came out, I was excited for it. World at War is kind of not even a sequel, but it's it's a World War II Call of Duty game. It wasn't made by Infinity Ward. That was kind of the first Call of Duty I think that wasn't made by Infinity Ward, uh, but it's the Pacific campaign. And I heard bad, not good things about it, certainly compared to the first two Call of Duties, uh, and, and also specifically because it was a different developer. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I do like the first two Call of Duties, obviously, as you saw, I played them on my channel, and uh, we played some multiplayer as well. But yeah, I don't like the new, the, the complicated, the futuristic, the emphasis on 
getting all these different guns and painting your guns color. Kind of the same way I don't like... Uh, uh, what the heck is the game called that's really popular? The eSporty game, uh, Counter, Counter-Strike, whatever. C- CSGO, I think is what it's called. And uh, I don't... It's 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 stopped... It stopped being... I felt like the first two Call of Duties were kind of in the same vein as... You're saving Private Ryan. Speaking of movies, that bum yeah. Saving Private Ryan, your uh, band of brothers, sort of almost memorializing, memorial, uh, historical, uh, almost, you know, even to the point of being, you know, anti-war. Now they seem like they're pro-war. You know, it's more of a sport to, to them, murdering other people and the different types of guns and painting your guns and getting your knives. What's the deal... Here's a question for you guys. I don't understand CSGO. I don't really intend to. I don't watch or play or or anything, but if you do, whatever, more power to you. Uh, To to each their own. What's the deal? What's the deal, Jerry Seinfeld, with, with, like, knives in that game? Like, I see people, like, constantly posting videos or streaming or something. Ooh, I'm gonna have a knife giveaway in CSGO. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, to put a blunt point on it, uh, and, and there's also like the I don't that you know the other thing I don't get is those case openings, uh, which I guess is is kind of like the trading card stuff that's like in Forza and, and other games and stuff now. Oh, case openings! Like, does it, if it's a it's a it's like a uh, an eSport thing wouldn't like paying money to unlock like new better guns give some people like an advantage and it's like completely random so you can like spend a bunch of real money to get like oh I've already got this crazy purple knife three times but whatever I don't I don't know I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just the I, I am the wrong demographic I'm, I'm the wrong every graphic for that. But yeah, I just don't. I don't get the like. Why? Why is that such a big deal? <laughs> why is the ooh? It's a, a knife giveaway at at a hundred followers or you know whatever. Oh well, is it not something I could have gotten in the game anyway for free or? <laughs> anyway, anyway, old curmudgeon Kurt Jemak <laughs> shakes his fist. You, you whippersnapper, F- FPS, <laughs> FSS, FPS shooter people. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I yeah, I don't know. It, just because I I I feel like uh, specifically the World at War game. I don't know. Perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps I should like look into it more. But because when it originally came out, I opted out of it just because it got, you know, all the reviews said uh, bad things about all the things I don't like about those types of games. Uh, despite it being a World War Two shooter, shooter bleh, still. Uh, I I might just opt out of that. It would be cool, though, if somebody kind of... And I know there are some that exist, but if somebody, you know... I don't want to say remake the first Call of Duty, but uh, it'd be nice in the current generation of gaming and graphics and, and possibilities to have a, a, a World War II first-person shooter game. I know there's, like, World War II strategy games and, and this, that, or the other, but uh, like an actual, you know, like Call of Duty or whatever. Uh, that that would be uh, interesting to me, but I don't know if there's, you know, 
the the Call of Duty folks and the Battlefield folks are making their money with the the current trend of things, so that that might not be a thing that ever happens. Let's see. I did also get a question, an anonymous question that said, "Did you ever feel the urge to get back into game design?" Uh, it's possible you've been misled or misinterpreted something I said previously, but I was never in game design. I was inspired, kind of, in my early days of video gaming to to look into computers and stuff, but then instead of going into game design, I ended up going into graphic design, graphic design, uh, graphics and whatnot, as opposed to... You know, it, I was kind of with the idea, oh, maybe I can, like, make box art and advertisements and stuff for video games and whatever, but that never happened. But, yeah, I was never in game design. I don't know that I would ever want to be in game design, personally. Um, certainly, I don't, ha I don't have them skills to pay them bills, uh, as far as programming or art or anything as regards to there. And uh, I... Yeah, the question kind of came up, or the topic kind of came up yesterday when I was playing... Syzygy, the walking simulator, people always ask me, oh, if you if you were to make a video game, what kind of video game would you make? Uh, I'd probably make like a walking simulator, something really simple, gameplay-wise, probably a little bit more artsy than like a, ooh, dear, than a, uh, a standard gaming title, maybe, and, uh, you know, maybe something with a little bit of a a message or not or something but yeah I, you know it wouldn't be you know people oh you'd make like a minecraft thing or, or a Kerbal space program a space astronomy sort of thing or no i'd probably end up making like a a really kind of just i'd have to infuse some sort of wacky humor or, or some sort of crazy dadaism of of video games is <laughs> probably the closest i could probably uh specify for for what kind of game I would make but yeah I was never uh, never in uh, game design I'm afraid but uh, I do appreciate your donation regardless send your question I hope I I hope I cleared some things up for you and uh, you too can have some things cleared up for you if you go to farlinesorbus.com and donate to child's play charity Just click on the green button there's a green box there right on the home page how convenient right on the home page that tracks the the current status of the fundraiser for season six, trying to raise sixty thousand dollars, and then it's also a button that says donate, where coincidentally is where you donate. And uh, there's a comment box when you click donate uh, that you can enter in your comment. Make sure to, uh, if you don't uh, want your uh, question or whatever to be anonymous. Uh, by default, they are anonymous. I don't see email addresses or names or anything. Uh, so if you do want your YouTube name or Twitter name or nickname or name name, whatever, put that in the comment box uh, just so I'll, I'll have that uh, when I'm reading off the comments. And yeah, I appreciate all those donations. The little bump from Twitch Tuesday. We'll think of, we'll think of more uh, interesting things to get little uh, Twitch Tuesday bumps to the, to the Child's Play charity, and then we'll be well on our way. Like I said, we're already at 35%. Doing the work. Helping uh, get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Thank you so much for watching episode 551 here of Farlands and Busts. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
it's just all sadness and pain and suffering. <laughs>